0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, Virginia Beach, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Kim Chekio. Hello and welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Virginia Beach. Uh, today I am excited to introduce you to Eric Hines, who is the owner and founder of Awaken Inside uh, Gym in Virginia Beach. So welcome to the show, Eric.
1: Kim, thank you so much for having me on. Pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, So you were nominated by another local business owner, which is always exciting. Um, You know, that just means that people love, uh, you know, working with you. So tell us a little bit about Awaken Inside.
1: Yeah, grateful for that. So Awaken Inside the gym started about summer of last year, June um, 18th, to be exact, of 2022. And it really was a brainchild of years and years of my own journey. Um, But I basically wanted to create a gym and a community, more importantly, that was going to be accommodating for all, regardless of what level of fitness proficiency you had or where you were at on your journey, to be able to get to your goals successfully and kind of avoid a lot of the noise and the nuance that's out there in the fitness industry. I think I've been pretty successful so far in just the year and, and change that I've been in business.
0: Oh yeah, that's awesome! I didn't realize that you were um, such a new business, so that's great that you had, you know, such um, success in your first year. So how did how did you even start your business? Um, just kind of share a little bit about your journey and kind of what brought you to that point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it may have been a little bit after the pandemic, um, I started kind of putting together um, the parts and pieces I knew I would need to start my business. And I was just like anybody else, I feel like when they first start their business, unless you have a good mentor or a lot of um, co-workers that are in the entrepreneurial space, um, you kind of have to figure it out on your own. So I started an LLC. I got my bank account set up. I did all of those kind of introductory things. um, And while I was going through the process, I used um, I did not use any loans, so it was all my money. I pretty much drained my bank accounts dry just without going into specifics. And um, at one point, I even lived in the gym for about four months to make it work. I was working about five part-time jobs um, just to supply enough money to purchase the furniture, the gym equipment, which was a hefty you know, price tag, some other things like that. And uh, I'm just grateful for that aspect of it because I don't think if I went through that level of adversity, it wouldn't have been as meaningful of a a journey and a mission for me. And I think the members and the patrons that come through the gym can see that and they can feel that when they walk through the door. Other people have reached out to me on their journey, either wanting to start their own gyms or their own business. And I even created a document to kind of memorialize those introductory steps to starting my business to be able to give it to them so that they can go and achieve their dreams. Because I know at one point, you know, I started from, from basically just kind of Googling everything. And I would like to give people a one leg up, um, so that they can be a little bit more successful in the launch of
0: things. Wow. That's incredible. Um, so this was your first time starting any type of business and just really starting it from, from scratch.
1: Yep, exactly. I, I worked, um, I worked my way up in a career in the construction industry. Um, I got a job out of college, was very fortunate to do that. And I did that for about seven and a half years, working myself up to a project manager position. So a lot of the, um, the coordination aspect of even just the build out of my own gym um, was luckily second nature to me just because of the nature of what industry I was in before. But yeah, this was my first time just kind of betting on myself, Doing everything 100% my way. Um, obviously, soliciting you know some friends in respective industries that could provide me some advice like finance, accounting, um, legal, all of that stuff. But pretty much just running the play on my own.
0: <laughs> wow, that's great. So what makes what makes um, awaken inside different than other gyms in the area?
1: Yeah, that's. a great- I,
0: I I I guess that you probably saw that there was a need for something that you could offer. And, you know, so yeah, tell us more about that.
1: Yeah. And I'll I'll start by saying that I think there's a big um, difference and understanding between, you know, an entrepreneur and a small business because I feel like anybody can open a gym, but you have to provide some level of innovation or solve some problem that hasn't been solved before in the industry. And I saw a huge gap within the gym space and, and that was more specifically providing personalized nutrition coaching and accountability. So one of the things we specialize here at Awaken Inside is helping people understand and be able to track their food efficiently. We do that within a challenge setting. So we have a very short term goal, something like six to eight weeks where we can get a client very achievable results, um, but we don't lead with fad diets, restriction or anything that's very typical of the fitness industry um and we're providing a coach with them so that on at least on a weekly basis they have somebody to check in with to go over their food with them help them to understand more importantly um, how those foods are helping to fuel their body or not depending upon what they're having and how much they're having and give them the knowledge tools and resources so that when said challenge is done they actually know how to maintain this for the long term and realistically for their entire lifetime so, that we're not yo yoing and getting good results and falling back to old habits, but we're also getting stuff that is generational knowledge. So, a lot of um, members that have kids are able to transfer that to their children, be able to have them healthier at a very young age and get a jump start in front of a lot of the physical. And mental problems that we're seeing in, uh, you know, just in the world today um, that could easily be getting in front of by doing proactive things with our nutrition. So I think that's been the biggest separator. um, And it's one that's very difficult because most everybody's knowledge um, of the hundreds of people that I've had walk through my door is little to none, or, you know, there's tons of misconceptions on it. So we, we help to break those barriers and and get people results in the process.
0: hmm Yeah, I think there's so much out there, social media or online coaches, and people are um, getting some information, but there are pieces that you have that you can't get online, like that one-on-one time, uh, that accountability, face-to-face interaction. So... Um, yeah, I could, and you know, nutrition is what eighty percent is that what they say?
1: Yeah, there's lots of different little statistics out there, but it's <laughs> most certainly majority of it, not. right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so you may have already covered this. Um, you know what are what are some miscon and misconceptions that um, you find in your industry?
1: Yeah, that's a great one. And it's honestly one that <laughs> could be its own separate episode.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I'll just cover a few, some of the more common ones that I've, I've heard, um, you know, just with consultations and whatnot, um, a very common one. And it's very easily just misconstrued because of the verbiage of it. But I hear people say muscle weighs more than fat. Um, they actually, they weigh the same muscle. It's just more dense. So it's just a little nuance um you know one pound of feathers is the same as one pound of steel right that sort of analogy um you know there's a a huge misconception as it relates to the female population within the fitness industry and it's it's not their fault but um that you know working out um more specifically weightlifting, is going to make them bulky or or look like a bodybuilder um and that's just simply not true because um, in reality, the, the, what happens in the kitchen has to match up with that. So you have to eat a significant amount of food in uh, a, cal- a caloric surplus. Um, and most people really <laughs> have a shock with how much they have to eat just to lose weight. Um, so, um, you know, I, I hear all the time, too, I missed a workout today. I'll do two tomorrow to make up for it. Or uh, I, I ate like crap today. I didn't track my food. I'm going to work out extra hard today. Unfortunately, we can't um, outwork um, what happens with our nutrition. Um, as much as you know, it's definitely black and white as it relates to calories in versus calories out. Um, we'll actually do more harm than good because, from a recovery standpoint and process, we need to be focusing on um, specific foods and in a certain amount in order to recover from those workouts, or else we could be causing a lot more fatigue to our body with stress with hormone imbalance and other things like that. And I would say probably the last one. Um, and the one I hear pretty much the, the most often is, you know, I would like to tone these specific areas of my body. What sort of like ab exercises do I need to do to get my midsection down or what sort of like, um, you know, leg exercises can I do to tone my butt? Um, unfortunately, um, you know, fat loss is not specific to areas. Um, When we lose fat, it's kind of all over. I will say just from helping hundreds of people, it typically starts from the top down. You start to see it in the face and the jawline, then in the shoulders and upper chest and so on and so forth. But everybody's body's different. And that's the main reason why we do a personalized nutrition approach um so helping people understand that there's no specific exercises or anything you can do to target fat loss because it's just impossible um, they start to understand more the importance of the nutrition and get a little bit more serious about that
0: mm-hmm. i can see how you could do a whole podcast episode <laughs> about all <these laughs> misconceptions because those yeah i've definitely heard all of those before um, so when you're not working or working out Uh, what are you doing for fun
1: (laughs) well uh this may not seem like the the typical response you get uh kim but Mm -hmm. i uh i'm i'm seriously working all the time and i think that work is fun so (laughs) I, I, i think because of that um that's how i don't get you know physically burnt out um i'm at the gym 70 plus hours a week um i don't intend it to be that way all the time um, but I love my people here. love the community. I love pouring into folks. Um, even when I'm at home on the weekends, which is on Sundays, um, I'm planning, I'm prepping. Not only am I doing my own meal preparations, but um, I'm scheduling posts. Um, I'm making sure social media is good to go. I'm scheduling announcements um, for my people because I have a private Facebook group that we manage all our announcements and, and many challenges and stuff so there's a lot of legwork that goes into that i would say probably the extent of like my quote unquote personal life outside of the gym is um exactly what you're doing this is trying to support local and branch out in the community um i try to do pop-up events for the gym um, i'll go to local coffee shops or eateries um, to you know explore um, new spots in the area that maybe i haven't tried before and get out and just do community outreach. I mean, one of the big things that we do here at the gym is once a month, we'll do something in the community, whether it's going outside for a walk at the park as a as a tribe and picking up trash or doing something, um, you know, that just volunteers our time and helps to give back in some way, shape or form. So um, I would say that's probably... <laughs> The, the closest you'll get to seeing me having any sort of um, free time out of the gym. But I love what I do so much that it doesn't seem like it's, um, you know, a, a job or a career. It's it's more of like a hobby.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, obviously I work with a lot of businesses and meet a lot of um, entrepreneurs. And that's kind of what I hear <laughs> from And, you know, that's when you know that you're definitely doing what You are passionate about what you were meant to do. You're on the right path when, you know, that is fun work (laughs) doing more things. And I think like what you shared in your journey um, about the hard times you went through and the struggle and, you know, like that's that that experience can make you enjoy the other things you're doing now to like grow your business. Um, So yeah, I'm not surprised by that answer at all. And I feel the same way too. Um, So how do you, um, and you may, this may have already been shared, but what is um, a hardship that you faced or a challenge that you went through that kind of got you to where you are, you know, brought out some kind of um, something in you that you didn't know you had in you. Um, Can you share that with us?
1: Yeah, for sure. I know I touched on that a little bit um, with just getting the gym up and started. Um, You know, anytime, regardless of how much money you save, you have to make a significant investment in yourself, um, i.e. a business you want to start, maybe something that's going to help you progress forward personally, professionally, whatever it may be. I think everybody's hang up for starting is always the financials. And it was something that could have easily had cripple me if I didn't just take things one day at a time, one transaction at a time. Um, And I think it's important to note that, especially for people listening to this episode, if you're looking to get into something, you want to start your own business, um, just don't quit. You know, there's going to be really, really rough times. Um, And I know this is just very cliche general advice, but I'm no different than Anybody else listening to the show? The only thing that I did differently was I didn't give up, and I just kept remembering that I am capable of whatever I set my mind to. As long as I put the work in with good intent, it's going to happen eventually. Um, and you know, part of that process of living in the gym, um, you know, making basically ends meet with a couple of jobs and working seven days a week nonstop since. October of 21. um, You know, anything's possible if you set your mind to it. And um, I I think that you're most certainly right, Kim. Like it was those moments that made me that much more grateful for where I'm at today and where I plan to go, because if I didn't have that humble beginning, it wouldn't be something um, for me to reflect back on, and realize how much i have in abundance with my people with the experiences and everything.
0: Mhm. Yeah, well thank you for sharing that cuz we do have a lot of people that come to the podcast that have these business ideas tucked away in the back and you know they get imposter syndrome or they're like, "Well, I I'm not like that person or, you know, I don't have this or that. And, and so they kind of don't even start. So I think it's, you know, definitely helpful to share that, um, you know, so they can kind of relate and get out of their comfort zone. Cause it's not going to be comfortable. It's going to be hard. And, um, but the reward is so worth it. Cause I know I've been there, I've been there before. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, is there something that you'd like to share about your business that you maybe haven't shared already that you'd like people to know?
1: Um, I think the only thing that I would probably mention is you know, if you um, most certainly want to uh, make a change with your health and fitness, if you are currently on your health and fitness journey and you belong to another gym and you just want to switch things up, Um, you know, actually, you know, I'm going to take a different direction because I don't want it to sound like, you know, I'd like other people to switch to my gym or anything like that. I I'm a big believer in what I do, of course, but I truthfully believe with what I'm doing with just my gym and what I plan to do in the future, it's all one mission. So as much as I can talk um, poorly about some of the fitness myths in the industry and how the industry has done X, Y, and Z for, for some of my clients and individuals, um, I believe that we're all in this together. And, and by we, I mean other gyms, regardless of whether they do the nutrition or not. And I've had people come to me before and said, hey, you know what, I, I see the value in this, but um, I, I would much rather go to here because maybe it's closer to my house or I have some sort of other convenience That's going to make me a little bit more um, willing to do this on my fitness journey. And to that, I say, good, I I want those people to do that. Um, I've referred people to other competing gyms in the area, and I don't see it as competition. I, I see it, again, as one mission. And so I think the closer that we all get to that understanding, even in our respective industries, and we quit this kind of dog eat dog mentality where we're kind of pitted against one another, not only will we be able to provide more value and help a lot more people respectively in each of our own businesses, but we'll be able to make a greater impact. And really what a lot of people kind of go into business for is to, you know, be profitable. And I think that would become a a very nice and, and very guaranteed byproduct of us just all working together. So that's I think the one thing that I want to leave um, with that answer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's enough people in this city uh, to, to, to go around. And like you said, I think the healthier that the community can get is just going to help everybody overall. Um, That's what you want. So Um, so what, so, you know, this podcast is for the, uh, listeners and neighbors in Virginia beach. So, um, what are your favorite places to go? Where are your favorite places to go or, or to eat in Virginia beach?
1: Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I really like now I've only been there once, but I was blown away, um, by even just my first experience there. And that would be, uh, heirloom. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's right over near the courthouse. Um, great great spot. I don't personally drink myself, but their cocktails looked phenomenal. And heard, so. I was uh,
0: going to ask if you drink because their bartender, <laughs> Sasha is <laughs> amazing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but well, I'm, I'm sure sorry. she can make some mocktails. Cause I mean, she's super, mm. I had this really amazing, not to cut you off, but you're fine. <laughs> um, I had this amazing drink. She made up on the spot. And I was like, I didn't realize she made up on the spot. And she was like, yeah, I was. um, It reminded me of a drink I had at Taco Bell. (laughs) No. (laughs) And she she was like, so it was like the flavors of, you know, this, this certain drink. And I was like, wow. And you just made that into a cocktail, like on the spot. So, yeah, she's super fun and talented and the food is amazing. So, yes, I 100% agree with you.
1: Love that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention my neighbors here. We've got a great little shopping center. Um, the shop's at Oceana right across from the commissary. Um, you know, uh, Operation Brew is an awesome coffee shop that opened up just the spring. Um, they've got great eatery and, um, and coffee. I I uh, also would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, American Brew. I actually, was one of the part-time jobs that I picked up working for, Um, Ashley Horner out there she's got a great operation a good team of people um, running running that that little coffee shop and um, yeah you know that that list is ever growing I'm most certainly a creature of habit uh, and I realize that of myself so when I go to a couple of spots that I like I I I do it and I go there until I almost hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I I need to branch out more. And that's kind of what my Sunday activities look like. Um, Mm -hmm. So at least 52 days of the year, I'm, I'm out exploring somewhere else. Um, But, there's so many great spots to tap into and I'm sure a lot that I still haven't heard of yet. So I think it's important for the listeners to know, just like get out there and and go on Google and start looking up different places near you or, or go a little bit out of your comfort zone. You know, if you live in Virginia beach, check out Chesapeake, check, check out Norfolk, you know, it's a, it's a great area here in Hampton Roads.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so how do people uh, find you on Social media, your website, what are all all, all the those handles? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so I'm personally on social media at Eric Hines. That's E-R-I-C-H-I-N-Z. I, there's an extra Z at the end. Um, and then my website is ai com. So like Awaken Inside Gym, Virginia Beach. And uh, you can find me on Facebook uh, at Eric A. Hines. But in general, if you guys have any questions about starting the gym, starting your business, anything like that, that I could be of service to you at all, be more than happy to hop on on a phone call and give you literally all of my lessons learned. Because I know that what I'm doing here with the gym um, is bigger than me. And anything I can do to help you guys, I'd be more than happy.
0: Too. Oh, that's awesome, Eric. Yeah, that's um, that's great. You know, taking your experience and then just giving it back to help other people do the same thing that you've been able to do in such a short period of time. Um, that's awesome. So thank you again for being on the Good Neighbor podcast. Um, and we will uh, list all your uh, information in the show notes so people can find you. Um, but yeah, thank you again for, for being on the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Kim.
0: Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Virginia Beach. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to GNPVirginiaBeach.com. That's GNPVirginiaBeach.com or call 757-982-3690.